Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is gearing up to the peak performance zone. So we're looking at how to adjust our energy level so that all systems are go and we're doing a fantastic job. We've hit a particularly optimal level of energy. Perhaps you have a mellow temperament and you're organized and you enjoy familiarity most of the time and you're certainly not a novelty junkie. But maybe you've never tapped your potential for really creative performance and thinking. Or you might be one more type. You could be especially attuned to the suffering of others and the needs of the planet these days, and so you might have to describe yourself as basically mildly depressed. Whether your makeup is mellow or mildly depressed, you have the makings of being a terrific incubator. It means you're likely to be comfortable holding questions for a long time without getting irritated or needing to rush into decisions. If you can hold out for a really elegant option to arise, that can pop your mind into a peak performance state. So we're going to look at ways to get into that peak performance state on purpose. The first involves holding that slow, steady, incubative state. It's a little like stoking a fire for the night. If you had a wood-burning stove, you wouldn't want to get up in the middle of the night to give more fuel to it. So you'd bank those coals so they just smoldered, but they didn't use up all the fuel by bursting into flame. You want your mind to be like that too. It's smulling things, it's idling, but it's not going to use up all of its energy. That's fairly easy to do if you have a mellow temperament. And it's also easy even if you're mildly depressed. In fact, Many poets, artists, and performers do their very best work when they're depressed. And then when they're feeling great, they rarely produce anything. But they have mastered the art of entering the zone by gearing up. They just haven't figured out how the high-energy folks do that. So here's what you need to do as a low-energy person needing to gear up. Number one, be sure you have enough stored energy to make the leap when the time comes. So be well-rested. And adjust what you eat. Some food is going to make you feel groggy and logy. Some is going to make you perky. Some people just don't eat much those days. Carry out some simple routines that you enjoy and have a positive inner voice going on so that you're not knocking yourself. And then, out of that state, you have to torture yourself just for 20 minutes. You have to be willing to endure total boredom. Don't avoid it. Just settle into it. It's got to be a 20-minute period of time when you'd like to say, hey, I'm not enjoying this. Because without that, you never discover the peak performance level. I used to think I'd like to be a runner, but I don't want to run more than 10 or 15 minutes. And I have never found a runner who can tell me that it's fun until after 20 minutes. Then they get into a runner's high. But they could have been running for years, and it's always crummy for that first 20 minutes. If you watch artists preparing to paint, they're going to futz and polish and clean their pencils and wash out their brushes and line up tubes of paint. Or if they're a calligrapher, they're going to grind their ink for 20 minutes. And then they're ready. Writers and problem solvers are going to do this too. They revisit their incubation process. 
They go over the question and the pieces they're gathering so far, and they just wrestle with it. In each case, they're waiting for that rush, the aha that the brain spark is going to have when it kicks in and lifts them into a peak performance zone. It's only on the days when a pattern shows up. So we've been talking about mild depression, but there are some people who are wrestling with a deeper and more ongoing depression. If this describes you, your needs are a little bit different. Of course, you want to enjoy your giftedness as much as anybody else. However, the high energy of ahas and the dullness of that boredom tolerance thing just aren't your best way. They're just going to throw you off balance. Your greatest gifts may well show up as you focus on becoming more grounded and balanced. So here are a couple of practices for you to consider. Develop some daily routines that give your life a rhythm and some form. Odd things, like a place for your shoes and keys, a regular breakfast routine, a place to put clothes that need to be laundered. If you have a tendency to overthink things, this is going to lower your stress level. And routines have a way of cutting through all that decision-making and giving you more energy. Another practice is to work on your living space. If it feels like you're swimming in chaos right now, start small. Tackle one drawer that becomes so cluttered it's depressing to open. And once it's been cleaned and organized, it's amazing how pleasing it is just to open it. And now look around for a way to introduce just a touch of beauty into your surroundings. It's not only going to nourish you, it will nourish all those who share your space. As these practices bring you more into balance, you may very well find that your very presence is becoming a gift to those around you. You can be the stabilizing influence for other people's lives. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends. And please visit us at embraceyourbrain.com to check out some really great resources.